0: We observe today, not a victory of party, but a celebration of freedom. It's American
1: Dualism, welcome to the show, what? hosted by your boys, Bob and Joe. Damn. So if you ain't heard it, then now you know, yeah, now you know. It's the number one podcast, conversation and grass, sci-fi, politics, and many more topics. Keep the volume loud, cause the shit is poppin'. Sometimes got a guess that, just might drop in. It's American Dualism. It's American dualism. It's American dualism. Yeah, Yeah. Shut up and just listen.
0: Bro, you're here. I'm here. Okay, I just read something that's so good we have to put it on the pod, so I'm just gonna read it to you. This is from Tim Dillon's Twitter, but it's from Tim Dillon's subreddit. From his, you know, you know how it is. So I have had people on my show talk about CIA coups, JFK, the surveillance state, the fraudulent Iraq war, torture prisons journalist intimidation, tech censorship, 9-11, the war machine, etc. Where are these topics on the progressive late-night shows written by revolutionaries? And to preface that, the reason he's being so defensive about his leftist credentials is, have you seen the video of that shooting in Columbus, Ohio? I haven't seen the video, but I read about it. Well, Tim Dillon live reacted to the video on his um podcast, and he said, well, it was a good shoot because she had a knife, and he added the joke that um once kids get, get to a certain level of fat, they are no longer categorized as children anymore. <laughs> what? Well, it's true. I had gym teachers like Mr. DeLabel, He straight up fucking told me that, in a police situation, the police would not hesitate to gun me down because I was a bigger kid. And I thought about that shit, and it's true. If you're a fat enough kid, you're not a kid. You're just an adult. You know, I never thought about it, but there is – it,
1: it kind of plays into the whole – and I hate to use this term, but, like, the pretty, pretty. night.
0: A fat kid with a knife is definitely not a kid. Bob, it might be better for you just to talk into this phone. I'm going to be honest with you. Do you have your headphones plugged, Or is your phone back to back? It's, it's just I'm planning ahead. Whatever. Do you want to move to this side of the table so you can sit next to on me? You. Sit it's not that. Not, Bob, just. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bob is a bull at a china shop. He literally <laughs> just knocks over an ashtray. We are not d- dealing with non-Nuclidean physics now. here, Bob. We're just, Bob, I'm, no, I'm about to hit this bomb. This is still the podcast. <laughs> we're still going to smoke. Why can't I call in on my own phone? Because then wow. we'll have an echo and you were going to use Bluetooth Why headphones. can't we really use the technology but we have available? You've videos. seen the, okay, so here's what happens in the Columbus, Ohio video, since you haven't seen it. Oh, okay. The cop get it's not like the uh the Adam Toledo video where like the cop gets out of the car and there's a lot and there's a decent amount of time before the shooting. The cop gets out of the car and actually a girl starts walking up to him. To yeah, wait, let me so I've got it pulled up. Do you mind if I watch it? Yeah, yeah watch, watch it. Watch it. But but on the I'm film. still gonna uh, let me finish explaining it for the viewers. He, he gets out the car, he like. A woman in pink walks up to him to start to explain the situation. And someone from off camera runs up, shoves this black dude in a gray shirt on the ground. Like, the cop gets shoved a bit. And then the next thing you see on the camera is the bitch with a knife running up to the bitch in the pink, about to stab her, and then bang, bang, bang. The cop shoots him. Yeah, three times. But watch the video. Yeah, I'm watching it right now. Seeing is believing. I think it was pretty clean. Looks like a good shoot to me. Oh Jesus! Like if he if he lets and her, right before you, you're on the table. But instead of smacking it with my hand, he had like it. tried to kill it. With and, and I just elbowed the table, the table and, and I, I don't see a dead spider. spider. Which means there's a spider somewhere, and it's making me feel itchy. Spiders can be friendly. That's not true. To anyone listening, to you, spiders will not be friendly. Yo. So you watched it? Yeah, dude. This bitch is insane. you, You, unlike the George Floyd jury, you've got five... Shoot or hang the cop. Five, four, three. I think it was justified.
1: Yo, she was actually about to kill a bitch.
0: Marco says, good shoot. Well, you know what that means? That means you black people. No, you hate black Black person. No, you just said it was a good shoot. There's no such thing as a good shoot. Marco wants all the blacks killed. Shut up, Joe. Bop. It's sarcasm. I know. Yeah, he's 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 clearly been look, I'm I'm all for
1: like the police are armed and, and like th- look, there's cases where lethal force this this bitch was about to stab somebody. Like there is no shred of doubt. Like this wasn't somebody kneeling on a man's neck for nine minutes who didn't deserve it.
0: This was a bitch who was actually about to fucking kill someone. With a knife, yeah. yeah, and like the thing that the thing that makes it all confusing is from a lot of the, at least from what the black people I've heard they're <laughs> saying that the girl who got shot was the one who called the police. And number one, if she was the one who called the police, she wouldn't who be. Who the me. police and then tries to stab someone in front of the police? Like when Here I isn't. call the police. Me and my homies get our stories together so we can pin it all That's on the other not guy. True. That's what right. <laughs> I've never been <laughs> that organized. We get our stories straight and we pin it on the other vehicle. When they that, that organized? I, I've never done that. But obviously, if I was going to – we don't call 911 on this podcast. But if we were going to call 911, them stories would be straight.
1: I mean, I was, yeah, I think you make a you make a, a perfect point with that. It's like who calls the cops and then when they arrive is like, yep, now I can stab somebody.
0: Yeah. What? It's like, no, you stab someone and then you call they were depressed <laughs> and they stabbed themselves. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, or like I mean, if you're gonna commit a crime. But there yeah, like that is absolutely ridiculous. Look, I'm all for fighting police brutality. That was not police brutality. That was a policeman doing his
0: job. Okay, can I just say that, like, especially in the aftermath of a big trial like George Floyd or, um, what's another one that went the right way? O.J. Simpson. The black community gets lazy in its assaults Why do we on only priests? talk about those trials? Bob, we're talking about big trials. You want to talk about something that doesn't matter? Go ahead. I want to talk about... Come up with another example. That's why we didn't. Because it's (laughs) hard. Because Trayvon Martin, George Zimmerman got... That's why we didn't talk about that case. But I just... On the policing, like, establishment, get very lazy in the aftermath of these cases. Like, the Adam Toledo shooting, that one is more reasonable because on the video... It's how when the kid dropped the gun, So you see him with his hands up and him getting shot. And it's not a good look, but literally yeah. you got a video of a black girl trying to stab a bitch to death. And, um, she gets shot and they're like, this is tyranny. This is, this is a, a aberration of justice, a miss." Handling of justice?
1: No, that that is
0: justice. <laughs> the, the, the extinguishing of a young life, the young life of a, as they say in the rap business, young murder. I think little guns, little knives. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't argue against the cops' decision in
1: that case. Little, little Diablo that one, Toledo, that one was more ambiguous. George Floyd. That one was obvious. This is not the same. This is not the same at all.
0: Okay, in in regards to the George Floyd verdict, how do you convict someone of two different counts of murder for one body? Simple, yep. Simple, Bob. You explain it since you're in law school. Yeah, explain Forf- it. They they fulfilled the criteria for both types of murder. Bob, 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 Bob. Bob. There. You know, there's like theft and there's grand theft, right? So if I steal your wallet and you have twenty thousand. That's grand theft. And if I steal your wallet and you have one thousand dollars in it, it's not. It's just regular theft. You can't charge me for both, no matter what amount of money is in your wallet. Sure. I can only get one of those charges. No, you could steal more than one thing, Bob. You, but you're are right. A in retarded. the case of draw, it it generally logically doesn't make sense to charge someone with more than one type of murder, except. To ensure that you get them on a... a... To all the listeners, please go to all Bob's social media and just call him retarded. No, you're right, Joe. It doesn't square. make sense to be convicted of manslaughter and second-degree murder and third-degree murder. Like, you should have to pick. But it's generally, at this point, at this time, it's pretty normal practice for prosecutors to operate that way. But why? And no, I get, I, guess I get the charging practice. I un- okay. So the reason yeah, that the trial, the reason prosecutors charge multiple different counts of murder, especially with police officers, like in this case, is because historically it's very difficult to get an American jury to convict a cop. So it makes sense from the prosecutorial standpoint to give them a lot of options. What doesn't make sense is the judge not giving them instructions that would keep them from convicting. That, like, I There guess, are a lot of ways this thing can... Yeah. you can convict on all counts in any case, but there's only one dead body for two murder charges. On appeal, that is probably a problem. Bro, they've been doing, like, solo opinion pieces – for members of the jury like they i saw the new york times that's cool now we can. know it's not bob it's, like they're undermining the case dude they are they're having the alt. the one i read was about this alternate so i guess that's okay because she wasn't actually used as a juror but if they're gonna start having giving jurors like full-on like opinion pieces in the times that's really gonna give it's a good any jury verdict. It's a good way to give Derek Chauvin a nice case on appeal. That's all it is. Wait, why though? Well, so like, because if you can prove the jury was prejudiced against you and they weren't listening to the evidence, um, it's just just like this. If Once you have a jury verdict, the best thing you can do for you is to never explain ever why they gave that verdict because jury verdicts are in themselves like the law of the land. Like, they have their own weight to them. The more explanation they put into why they did what they did, the more likely every single juror is to basically explain, yes, I was socially pressured by the mob. Yes, I feared my community was going to burn down like- if I didn't convict. Yeah, I didn't really give any credence to the defense witness because that video was so horrible. I made up my mind before the trial even started. Every single individual sentence I just said would be grounds for a retrial in a normal case. Interesting. I see. Yeah.
1: Is that what they were saying in those opinion pieces? The
0: opinion pieces were them putting out the possibility of a mis- by um, asking the jurors their opinions and shit. It's not gotcha. even... It's also like everyone who's been covering it on TV like I know I saw a Fox News clip where they legitimately said I'm glad about the verdict even if you don't think he's guilty because now we're not going to have riots and it's like you can't convict someone. Because you're afraid of of, like public violence. I'll give credit to one of those TV judges that aren't, that are like the scum of the earth. One of them literally said, well, I hope someone would say she was like, we can't throw away the principle of justice for an individual, just for the convenience of the rest of us. That's a mishandling of the American justice. And honestly, I think he could have gone for either of the murder charges. And maybe you can even give him a manslaughter and a murder charge. But giving him two murder charges and the manslaughter charge for one dead body, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting appeal. Yeah. Like I, I agree
1: with you. I think it's just it confuses me to have those like the two different murder charges when they both mean such so, such different things, and actually, you should explain what both of them
0: mean. Well, honestly, here's the answer: second and third degree murder, no matter, especially based on the definitions they gave from Minnesota, they're both bullshit. Like second degree murder is when you kill someone while you're committing a felony, and third degree murder, the way Ben Shapiro described it, is depraved heart murder when you're like doing something reckless but you don't have, like, a specific person in mind to, like, kill. Basically, if you, like, blindly fired a gun into a crowd, that's supposed to be, like, what third-degree murder is. There should be a a murder charge specifically for cops, I think. Mm hmm I honestly think you can can argue each charge individually. No, you can't. Yes, you can. Because you only have one dead body. And arguing each charge individually, by definition, precludes the other two charges when you're arguing each one. He can't be committing a felony and murdering on accident or be endangering lots of people's lives and be murdering on accident or just be like incidentally killing someone while doing his job at the same time. All three of those scenarios have things that make them not compatible with each other. I see your point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so I'm, I'm not a law specialist by any means. But I, my these
0: arguments I'm saying, these common sense arguments aren't going to matter because every judge that touches this case is not going to be doing it in a vacuum. They're going to be doing it knowing that overturning this case will destroy their community and destroy their future as a judge. So no one is going to, like, it is what it is. Yeah, like, he definitely should have been convicted of a crime. Don't you think it's weird that we can look up, like, the jurors' names? No. No, that should be open access information. But... (laughs) Honestly, it when it really it's organized makes it hard crime. when it's organized crime, it shouldn't be open access information. Luckily, Chauvin isn't a connected cop. If it was all like if their names, if their identity, then there would be no potential Bob, for like them putting like the public's opinions Bob the. Pro- Arguing into this, basically saying they're basically saying the justice system should be open and transparent until people care, and then it should be opaque. And No, that, I'm not, that's just, basically I'm not arguing. just arguing in this circumstance. Why do we need to know who the jury is? So you can have a transparent justice system,
1: yeah. But what I think if, there's a good point to be made, what if too. Everyone
0: if, on the jury was white, Bob, and they. They gave him an innocent. Wouldn't you Wouldn't you suddenly be for jury Bro, transparency? It would be fine to, you don't need to know the person's name to know Bob their it's demographic ridiculous. breakdown. Bob, that's, that's ridiculous. No. We're just going to tell people the genders and races of the jury. I mean, I know what I'm saying is ridiculous because the jury the racist, has to be there. The openly racist jury selection. Yeah, the the public doesn't get to know anything but no, race and gender. No, 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 no. Pop, you know that the public, you know things. that there is an issue with putting their names out there. Why? Like, if the Why? jury, I am serious. Question: Now that it's because over... the first post online, if the jury had been hung up and he'd been said innocent, would have been the names of all the people on the jury. complaining about how these people failed George Floyd and failed justice. You know what I'm going to do to to make this point? Let's look up the names of all the jurors who let down O.J. Simpson. No, look up the current jury. I want to make sure we can actually look it up. Wait, but Marco, I didn't want to talk about this stupid case the whole time. I wanted to talk to you about the infrastructure plan. Uh,
1: I mean, we can transition into that. It's only been 20 minutes.
0: Wait, there was something else. There was something else. So the Columbus shooting was good. The whole it wasn't country good. Is burnt. Come on, man. It's it not every day a bad guy gets taken down before he kills someone. They probably would have only been maimed Who's to say that stabbing would have killed them? But um, I am just kind of upset at the open racism the black community recently. It's been very upsetting. Care to elaborate more? TikTok. I'm not talking about TikTok. I mean, we, t- we talked about that in the last episode. There's just people I follow on Twitter, and there's stuff that I see. Like, one of the things I saw was someone on the right had posted a picture that was, like, pointing out that critical race theory is racism. It, like, said Don't care about the content of his character, only about the color of his skin. And it was a white kid. And this black woman responded saying, "Um, I thought you guys agreed. Don't care about your feelings. And I didn't respond because the last time I responded to this woman in a slightly critical manner, I got jumped on by black Twitter And it's just not even worth it, but we're on the pod. So I'm just going to say it like that response. I don't know if she meant it this way, but facts don't care about feelings when you're talking about race is literally like the fact that you are white is more than how you personally feel about black people and about multiculturalism and basically whether or not you are a racist is irrelevant because the fact that you are white is there. And it's literally like proving their point. Like I hate it when the black community responds to a meme meant to call them out as- by being openly racist. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, so you're basically saying it's like they try to like. You can
0: handle criticism. I hate it when people say sounds about white to me. When people say sounds about white, or they screenshot my profile, you just hate them being. I hate the racism. I hate the open racism. That is no. It's supposed to be cheeky. That's the thing. It's supposed to be cheeky, but when a whole mob does it. It's not sarcasm. It's just the left being racist. I do think... Thinking that it's ironic. You're still mad about when you got ganged up on. Bob, I'm not mad about that. I'm really not. It's not about that. Did I comment in this particular instance? Am I the one getting ganged up on? No. No. I am upset at the general trend and the general tenor of leftism because I'm a leftist going down the racist path. Can I be upset no, about no, you that? Can, can I be upset and I agree. that I Palestinians it... who openly talk about killing every Jew in Israel, can I be upset it is alarming. That they are getting elected to Congress and speak for the left? It is alarming how the left has easily adapted these racist tendencies and tactics. I don't even think what I just said about getting elected to Congress is true, but Ilhan Omar is very has said some very Farrakhan ish things. I'll just say that. But And oh, how about how do you feel about that, that Nation of Islam Farrakhan follower attacking the capital? Um,
1: attacking the capital is never okay.
0: Yeah, but we're, I'm, we're talking about who he didn't, he I mean, he rest in peace. The one did one of the cops die? Yeah, he killed one cop. He killed, he killed. Rest in peace to the cop who got killed, but I'm more focusing on the group who did it. Because my serious question is, why does anyone associate themselves with Luis Farrakhan in 2020? Because he has said some good things. What? Name one good thing. I'm not saying I'm a subscriber. Do you know of a... Bob, if you're going to say he said some good things, name the good thing. Bro... Cause well, I know I'm he got Malcolm X killed. Farrakhan. I don't. I, I have a few other topics to talk about. Um, but you're right. He got Malcolm X killed. About Farrakhan, Marco. Um, I don't know a lot about him. No. See, that's funny. so. If you like, talk about I know it. A bit. For a, I know for a fact, like you, you and Eddie, like I were ironically pretending to be, like, members of the Nation of Islam in middle school because you, like, had been jokingly converted to Islam, like, six times by your yeah. homies. All of that shit you were pretending to do, that's Nation of Islam crap. Let
1: me, hang on, so let me look at the Nation of
0: Islam. Let me look this up. My, Malcolm was a member before they killed oh, Farrakhan's still alive. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, so Farrakhan is the leader, the Honorable Minister Luis Farrakhan, the Dishonorable so- of Malcolm X, and leader of a legion of terrorists, Luis Farrakhan. Oh my God! But yeah, it was truly amazing that all those Republicans, those true diehard. Patriot types got convinced to attack our capital So easily. isn't that depressing that the Republican party revealed how little they care about democracy?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a slap in the face because I, who was it? It was Jordan Kepler or however you say his name, Kelper uh, from the daily show who like did like a live video. Like he, he did video interviews with a lot of the people there and they were like, it was talking about the second impeachment. And they were like, just read the transcripts. And he was like, okay, did you read the transcripts? And they were like, no. He's like, but everyone has to read them, right? And they were like, yes. He's like, but you didn't. No. So a, a strong a strong majority, like, or I, I shouldn't say a strong majority, but it seems as if a lot of the people there were protesting something And they just completely would, and this was a couple of the quotes that they would mention, but it was like, who do you trust? And they were like, the word of our president. It's like, and no one else. And they were like, no one else. So you
0: can't get election results because you only trust the guy running?
1: (laughs) Yeah, which is absolutely preposterous, but it speaks to a bigger issue. It, It speaks to the fact that people have no faith in the media. It speaks to the fact that people are so easily... I, I don't like using
0: this word, but brainwashed by a demagogue. Um, what, what those what those Republicans don't really realize how ironic it is, is they like democratic like failed states like Africa and stuff where there's always like civil war after the vote because all the tribal leaders reject the election and it just mm-hmm. the war and they just proved, oh yeah, all The only thing holding this country together, like that maturity, that ability to just accept election results, the thing that (laughs) separates other failed democracies, it it ain't that solid. It ain't that solid. All it takes is OAN and a few rumors and a few pictures of some fake ballots on Twitter and you can convince 50 million Republicans to reject the election
1: yeah which is it's terrifying and i think it's a really bad uh, result of the well here can I, let me tell you a story because i think it's it's pretty well summarized by this example um one of my one of my friends on facebook made this post that was like you can do your own research research is free and then proceeded to list off all of this like pseudo scientific
0: shit yeah, is it, isn't it funny? These these crazy people that don't know how to read <laughs> a book in the last six, three months have been so focused on research, like they just figured out how to research something for the first time in their lives. And right, but, were, OK, this is where their I get a version it. of research was to go down the Q rabbit hole.
1: And, and this is why it upsets me, because a lot of the research that they claim to do that they're like, it's science. It's like, let me tell you about scientific research because it's not just Googling some shit. Scientific research is not easy. And the minute you start to completely reject all of like the top journals, Like, you don't understand the process then. And, like, there's a massively important code of ethics that goes into scientific research. And the same can be said of any type of research. It needs to be peer-reviewed. It needs, like, you just because you found an article on the internet, because guess what? Anyone can post anything on the internet. I could run
0: some easily repeatable experiments, and your results need to be duplicated independently from your own. And scrutinized by many people. Research is
1: not easy. It's far from it. And it's not supposed to be easy. Because if it was easy, everyone would be a researcher and we'd be, well, it would be no problem. Some
0: types of research can be easy. These days, people think research is going on Twitter and finding out what the newest, the newest fucking Bitcoin e-currency is. That's what research is. But even when you have a useful search tool like Lexus plus that's the legal, that's the premium legal research search engine. Yeah. You do kind of need to know what you're doing to use it.
1: Exactly. It's the same thing in science. Like you can have, we use like web of science or sci finder or any of this shit. Like, You can have these these tools, but you still need to know how to use it and how to read the papers and understand the results. And sometimes you have to question the papers, just like, you know, I've read plenty of articles out of different countries that have reported things that make no sense to me,
0: though. I have to do admit something to the audience. If you are interested in researching history wikipedia is the best place to start (laughs) yeah people talk a lot of shit about wikipedia it's honestly it's a good start okay not even just a good start wikipedia in some cases will be the only place that has the primary sources you need to get to like i i i'm so fucked in my history research methods class i'm so fucked but for, I was trying to do something about the Mormons and all the documents that I needed. Like I searched Joseph Smith in all these history databases that the school pays money for me to have access to. And I can't find a damn thing about the Mormons. I searched the Mormons, nothing. Wow. I searched Joseph Smith, nothing. Netflix I searched Nauvoo, nothing. When I go on Wikipedia, you search Joseph Smith, In the first article just about him, not only will it tell you all about the Mormons and Nauvoo and all the times they got chased out of different places, but they will give you the direct source to the newspaper that triggered the Mormon militia to like shut down this newspaper and the Mormons shutting down this newspaper is what triggered them getting run out of Illinois. They will give you the one and only copy of that newspaper right there on Wikipedia. Joe, you know the biggest Mormon historian of all... The biggest Mormon historian of all time was like a forger and... don't know that. Oh, yeah, he was forging all sorts of originals from Joseph Smith and his wife. But I'm just telling the people that you should check Wikipedia if you want. To you gotta watch something. Murder and the Mormons. That the was the primary question. source may, in fact, be right there. But, um, are you there, bro? Yeah, hang on one sec. No, you're fine. But I did know this no. about the Mormons there was a Mormon archaeologist that went down to Central America and they had they became like the leading archaeologist on Central America because he was looking for the proof of like the ancient holy city that the Mormons believe in. And he kind of made himself into an atheist because he found so much stuff down in South America. That just conflicted with what the Book of Mormon says, and then he found actual proof that the shit Joseph Smith had been translating was fake, and he became an atheist. Well, all I all in the name of exalting God, because you he was shouldn't... down there to find proof of God and <coughs> exalt him. You shouldn't have put so much weight in such a young religion, but um. Marco, have you heard about what's happening in Russia? To be, I'm I'm going to be
1: real with you. I've been like gr- like working nonstop in my lab, so I haven't had a good chance to Bro. sit down and read the news. So tell me, well, Russia
0: shipped like half of its military to the Crimea just to threaten Ukraine that they were going to invade. What? Yeah, they did a big, big mobilization. And, they sent today, like, all their tanks and ACPs to Crimea, and they had, air, they had bombers on high alert. They were doing overflies of Ukraine like 24 hours a day, and then they packed up and left. And but they expelled I'm gonna be- a bunch of diplomats. Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania expelled several Russian diplomats. I'm going to be honest. Wow. I saw the news that they were withdrawing their troops from the Ukrainian border and the first thing i thought was or they're pretending to do that and they're about to invade ukraine for real but it seems like they didn't invade the ukraine
1: yeah i mean i i can't make a good statement on that i'd have to read more my but...
0: statement is i believe in and will fight to support the independence of a free ukraine just as i would fight for a free poland
1: yeah i mean that's my they, they shouldn't they, they shouldn't be encroaching like that i know I, like i've joked about it before, but, but you like-
0: are a serb so you would say i will fight with the russians to occupy and destroy a free <laughs> ukraine <laughs> have you heard about the newest story the media is going Carlson Bob can't just change topics I'm sorry we're, we're, one that we're, we're talking, talking geopolitics okay like, all right Tucker, the Pentagon is blaming Russia for this mysterious Cuban illness that American diplomats were getting they think that Russia was shooting radio waves at us so I was I, what yeah that's real I have a question what? about Eastern Europe okay you know how there's a bunch of different how many of the countries in eastern Europe are really their own unique ethnicity cuz you oh, know not- <laughs> like the Ukrainian Ukraine I know enough about Ukraine cuz my family is supposed to be from that part of Ukraine is to know that, yeah, they're blonde-haired and shit, but, like, what's the difference between them and a Russian? Or them and a Pole? Like, how do you differentiate a Pole from a Ukrainian? So... Besides the language. Obviously, linguistically and culturally, these are real things. But Eastern Europe is racist, and I really don't get it. Because, like...
1: Yeah, so culturally speaking... Um, You can look at it. So let's talk about religion. The Ukrainians and the Russians are both orthodox. Um, They've also both worked together on like establishing communist rule. You
0: lose me when we talk. Mike. Oh, I do have to remember my family did have to flee the region because they were Jews. Yeah. Like, okay. So the
1: Jewish, the Jewish side of like Eastern Europe is not, so I've got a couple of friends who are Russian Jews and they don't, like to be called Russians, because the culture between the Jewish side and, like, the traditional Russian Orthodox Do they
0: like to be called Yiddish, then? I don't know. I don't know. I think... Oh, do they really like the term Ashkenazi Jew? Ashkenazi is a classic, uh, or whatever. That sounds too much like Nazi. (laughs) I've literally seen people, like, ignorant Americans, see the phrase Ashkenazi and think it's, like, a part of like the stasi or something and call people like racists and the jews are like no we're jews do you want me to? but oh, well-
1: like here's the simple answer um to your question if we're talking specifically about ukrainians and russians they are pretty much the same genetically You're you're gonna have a very difficult time telling somebody who's russian apart from someone who's ukrainian their history has been the same since like Like, they were in the same country since, like, what, the 1650s?
0: Is Georgia near Ukraine? Uh, No, I don't know. I don't think it is. Georgia's probably closer to, like, Uzbekistan. I don't know. There's too many post-Soviet states.
1: But, yeah, like, just as far as, like, language, history, genetics, and culture, Ukrainians and Russians are remarkably similar. Now, it, when it, the, the reason Eastern Europeans get into a tizzy about their nationality and their identities is in part because
0: there of the are the constant threat of being absorbed into Russia.
1: Uh, that I, I think that's definitely a point you could make. But there's also like if we look at the Balkans specifically, that's a wonderful example because the three groups of people that live there are extraordinarily different in terms of culture. Like, Croatians are Catholics. Serbs are Orthodox. What's the difference
0: between a Croate and a Montenegrin?
1: So, Montenegrins...
0: uh, Montenegro has this... To me, the difference is that a Montenegrin doesn't have the blood of 50 orphans on his hands. (laughs) But... But, so, Montenegro is a really... Is it that they're things. Italians? Is it that the Montenegrins are really Italians? Joe, let him answer.
1: So, Montenegro, first of all, has like a really interesting history because they're one of the few countries that actually resisted Ottoman uh, impact, simply because they were like the. They have this name, Sonagora, or which means black mountain, and or
0: I was going to say because they're in the mountains.
1: Yeah. So. They look like the the Ottomans literally just didn't get to them because it would have been way too
0: hard. Um, and then they were, so, horses aren't good at climbing mountains.
1: Yeah, and but of course, after a long enough time, I think it was like the turn of the 1500s. Uh, Montenegro actually fell to the Ottoman rule, um, but they were one of the last people, and they maintained a serious level. So what you're level-
0: saying is they held out longer than your Serbian than your scrappy Serbian ancestors.
1: Solely because of the geography. That's they what had they that in
0: Serbia, isn't it? <laughs>
1: Hang, yeah. on Hang on one second. I'm getting a glass of
0: whiskey. I just have to announce to the listener that when Marco tells history, you do have to read the biases of the author For years this man told me there is no such thing as the Bosnian genocide. It was I was joking. (laughs) It was a war, (laughs) an equal war. And then you learned, wait a minute, the Yugoslavian army took a side in that (laughs) war. But anyway, so going back to your question though, um, so Montenegro,
1: as far as like under Ottoman rule, they were very like autonomous all right, up and from like the 16th to 19th centuries and they were theocratic uh they were ruled by these bishops and finally became secular I think it was in like the 1800s and were independent like they were they were considered there independent a such thing
0: is secular in the Balkans um there so it, it's kind of
1: funny because like we we describe our ethnicity by our religion, but I have yet – I don't know. When I've gone to, like, different Serbian religious gatherings, I'm hard-pressed to call them, like, nearly as religious as I've seen, like,
0: Catholics or actual Muslims. Not I to, to- think religiosity is a weird thing to describe because there's a difference between actual serious the- theological faith and between, like, strong – nationalistic pride associated with religion you know what I mean
1: I'm mm-hmm.
0: like, Cro- not theologically very religious but I've still got that catholic pride
1: mm-hmm. and then really quick just to like establish the difference Croatia was a part of the Austro-Hungarian Empire
0: until World War One ended so-, so is Austria the secular capital of the Balkans since they don't believe in God there Actually, I've heard that the Austrians believe in God significantly more than the Germans do now because they didn't have to live under socialism and every socialist country experienced a drastic fall in the belief in God.
1: But as far as like the differences between them, I think if you really look at like the old time, Croatia dates back more to the Austro-Hungarians um, and Montenegro has always been like more of a Serbian influence. So they had more of like the Orthodox Serbian influence, whereas the Croatians have like that Austro-Hungarian Catholic influence. Um, and then when the foundation of Yugoslavia happened and the subsequent breakup, the real reason that there was a lot more trouble with different countries, like when Slovenia left, uh, so, like Milosevic didn't have as big of an issue with it because there wasn't a lot of Serbs. In Slovenia.
0: So the so, difference between Croatia and Montenegro is there's more Serbs in Montenegro. There were until the, I kind like, of I kind of already knew that because the only Montenegrin I know of is is Milovan Dijlash, You know I already told you about him, and he was a Montenegrin, and he wrote all this shit in Serbian. So
1: yeah, and that's because you know as far as like the breakup of the country and everything goes, Montenegro and Serbia have always been like closer. Uh, they've, they've had a much greater influence on each other. Whereas the Croatians have developed a different uh, culture along the lines, um, more aligned with like the Catholic church, Italy, all of that,
0: all that jazz.
1: You know what I, do you follow what I'm saying?
0: Also a long history of cooperating with the Nazis,
1: yeah, I mean, that's the best... I mean, what was it? It was one of the first alliances that the Hitler's National Socialist Republic made was with the Vatican.
0: And the Ustache. Yeah. Okay, so, I just need to point like, out this. Not all Catholics are the same amount of guilty of cooperating with Hitler. Like, can we just be clear here that Irish Catholics... Spanish Catholics, no. American Catholics, like most of the Catholics throughout the world, didn't side with Hitler. Maybe. Yeah, Catholics, yeah, that's that's Catholics not the gonna...
1: implication I'm trying to make. At
0: I all know, me. I know. Did you guys want to hear more about those sonic attacks Russia did on the U.S.? No, no, no. I that that whole
1: premise
0: i'm just so skeptical of it like it doesn't make sense to me supposedly we've been hit at least three times bob what did they do they hired cyborg he came in with the sonic cannon and go boom boom this is kind of an old story the u.s they've been targeted by sonic attacks in america on at least three separate occasions i know did they hit chicago no then i don't care
1: yeah, so I, I'm looking this up, but they're
0: like the evidence isn't conclusive yet. Bob, w- if we're at war with Russia, I want to see the bombs falling. No, Sonic, like- the point is this started under Trump, and Trump wasn't acknowledging it at the time. He's trying, probably trying to cover it up. You know what? I want to do the next time Russia starts messing with the Ukraine or Poland or something, we need to take an airborne division. We land it in Moscow at the Moscow vodka manufacturing plant. We destroy nothing. We steal the vodka, take it back to America and say, if you mess with us again, we'll do that. We're going to take more vodka.
1: Yeah. Okay. And I'm I'm looking at this too, and it looks like the State Department spokeswoman said like this investigation is still ongoing and there's no... Hmm?
0: The one about them blaming Russia is from today.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 looking at
0: an article that was released. Okay. Me... What the hell else has been going on? China. What's China been up to? Probably building infrastructure and like not being pieces no. of shit. Bruh, the three gorges band. Damn! Oh, is a wait, wait, wait! Can I ask you guys a question? Can I ask you guys a question?
1: Yes. What do you think about Biden's proposed tax hike on the capital gains tax? It's a oh, good idea.
0: I think he said twenty-eight. That's too low. It's no, I think it was like forty-something percent. Yeah, it was higher. It went up to like forty-something. Well, good. It was. It was structured to be progressive, right? Yeah. The plan is to like tax the wealthy more. Yeah. I mean like progressive as in like, it ramps up for people who make more money. I don't mean progressive as in a right nameless leftist political ideology. That means nothing. I would be fine paying the government all my money in taxes. I am like the most progressive thing about me is I explicitly believe in progressive taxation in all of its forms. That being said, I am not that excited no, about the no. capital gains Listen tax because I do know there are externalities and costs that I just don't care about yeah. that are a re- that would be a result of increasing the capital. Let gains me put tax. my opinion out there. If you're being taxed less than 70% on income above 5 million, you're lucky. What? Seventy
1: percent.
0: That's crazy. Back in nineteen forty, the tax rate was like eighty-five percent, eighty-nine percent. On what? On what? The rich. On what? Every dollar over like two and a half million. But Bob, there's been inflation since then. I know the tax rate. If you, (laughs) Bob, I'm just saying your numbers, your numbers there aren't high enough for someone to like make a business. No, but Like that five, that. five million dollars If you tax that at seven seventy, percent No above Is and that you, for yearly income And you wouldn't actually start at 70 We'll just say 55 I do You know what I believe in I don't really care about these rates and shit While people are alive I'm a care. big believer in the estate tax And in like taking half Of people's fortunes If they're huge fortunes Before they can pass it on to their kids. Because to me, it's the accumulation of inherited wealth that leads to, like, systems crumbling. Speaking of huge fortunes and inherited wealth, it's a good time to do a Ghislaine Maxwell update. She pleaded not guilty today. Bob. What? Yeah. Isn't that funny? What do you mean? Of course she says she's not guilty. Please not guilty to sex trafficking. Now, nah, if you ask she. Please, you know what she's gonna do? This is literally her plan. She's gonna be like, I'm just gonna pull the woman card. I'm just gonna say I was a female victim of jesper Epstein. Nah, Epstein. Like, that never would have gotten these women without her. That help. is what she's gonna say. Even though you know anything about her father, Marco?
1: No. Oh
0: co- bro, there's Mr. Moneybags the, no, himself. Bob, you don't shouldn't say Mr. Moneybags. You, her father is literally like living proof that some of those crazy people who rant about Jewish conspiracies aren't crazy. Because apparently he had something to do. Bob, look that up. Look up the story of her dad. Don't just look up the boring ass please. I just wanted to do what was relevant. That's That's not relevant! She's gonna die! She's not gonna go to trial. She's gonna get killed, Bob. She's not gonna get killed. The judge in her case was gunned down like, her family no, was gunned was down Epstein's in their case. No, that's her case. Epstein's dead. Oh, Why? Yeah. We, that judge arrived. Here. You know, the judge in the Ghislaine Maxwell case, like, her family got, like, gunned down in their homes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But, fuck, what was I saying? Oh, her father, Ghislaine Maxwell, apparently her father had something to do with, like, the English media and the newspapers and, like, drumming up support for the creation of the state of Israel. And. Um, he. Um, he like. Helped get the state created. But also got himself killed. Because he was greedy. And was trying to extort the Israelis. For more money. So Mossad killed him. And apparently she would like bragged To a bunch of people around Epstein. About like her connections. With intelligence. Because of her father. What? Like, if you look up Ghislaine Maxwell's dad to any of the listeners and figure out who he is, he's actually connected to some of the most famous international Jewish conspiracies ever. Like, he had something to do with the Belfort Declaration being declared. Holy shit.
1: Okay, I'm going to have to look that up. That's... We did not know that.
0: Yeah, so she was the connection that Epstein had to the intelligence community. Her dad died falling off a yacht. Yeah, he, he's killed. <laughs> he was killed by Mossad. And then say it's a mystery whether he was he, he, killed. Himself he was killed by Mossad
1: or an if,
0: accident. <laughs> it's a mystery because the Jewish little blue men killed him. I say little blue men because that's what they call the the Chinese fishers who go around slitting the throats of other countries' fishermen. Yeah, I'm I'm reading about it right now. They're like (laughs) it was balanced because he was very top heavy. They're saying he's fat. And he fell in and died because he's fat. I think he got killed by the Mossad, yes. But tell us what he did to get the state of Israel created. We don't I, care. I'm reading the article. They started with all this bullshit. I'm trying to get there. Yeah, holy fuck. He was actually connected. Holy shit. I wish we could get Tim Dillon on this podcast. Then, <laughs> then you we should call him. A no, we gotta to get Marco on the Tim Dillon show. Yeah, for your water purification technology. Okay, you you guys just go on there and talk shit about Eric Weinstein. He'd love you.
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, shit. This is interesting.
0: Okay, I kind of want. I want to read more. Oh, uh, can... You'll like this. This episode is not out, but there's a Tim Dillon episode coming up with Jordan Peterson in it, and apparently oh, no Jordan, Jordan Peterson's going to try to explain why he's been in Russia for a year.
1: Oh, it was for... Yeah, he, he did explain it. He's done different parts on it. He got addicted to a, a, a medicine because he was getting treated for something. And the only appropriate treatment for it was in Russia. Really? That yeah. sounds insane, though. Well, I mean, as great as American healthcare is, he's not an American. He's Canadian.
0: You know what's one of the only things that Russia has that Canada doesn't? A prolific good sex trade. But if you're, if you're <laughs> America, it doesn't matter if you're an American as to your access to American health care.
1: Yeah, but why? Like, it, I recommend checking out. He just released another book, um, and it's really, really, really good. I love it. Um, but he does a whole preface on what happened and why he had to go to Russia and, like, his whole sickness and recovery. Um, it's actually a really – it was a really sad story for him. He was, like, painfully addicted to this medicine.
0: But he's doing better now? Well, instead of yeah. reading that, I'm going to listen to the Tim Dillon episode. Yep.
1: Yeah, he's I, – I love – I mean, don't get me wrong. Peterson has a lot of, like, really bizarre points. But I think – Okay, on the chunk,
0: topic of World War II – Dude sounds like a neo-Nazi, bro. What are you talking about? I've seen the clips of what he said about Hitler's strategy during World War II. He sounds like a neo-Nazi, like, straight up. I've heard him on other uh, topics, and on other things, he sounds like a very intelligent, well-informed dude. But the reason Jordan has so much problems is there is a lecture that was recorded where he talks about World War II. And he says that Hitler wanted to lose. He claims that Hitler was a madman who just wanted to increase the chaos and he wanted to lose. And that's why he killed the Jews instead of enslaving the Jews. You know, and that's a straight up red flag revisionist neo-Nazi tell right there because every good historian knows that the Jews were in fact enslaved and then worked almost to death and then disposed of. I, I think it's
1: disingenuous to call him a neo-Nazi. If you... If you... I'm
0: not calling him a neo-Nazi. He I'm saying like... that he, on the topic of World War II, sounds like a neo-nazi but yeah that but, okay, is not okay. I've, I've
1: watched and read a lot of peterson's work and he's done a lot of different discussions on the topics of hitler and that like being said, the
0: totalitarian rule in general but Going he on tour with dave rubin well dave rubin again not a neo-nazi let's make this clear dave rubin not a neo-nazi dave rubin's fans are in fact like i've heard has there's this youtube channel called Dave Rubin clips, and there are some clips from the Dave from the Jordan Peterson Dave Rubin tour. And there are straight up clips of the audience, like Zeke Heiling and Heiling Hitler, and Dave Rubin being like, No, right? I mean, so I think it
1: in the same right, like the speaker is not his audience. I agree. Um, and, you know, Peterson, like but I don't know thing, what lecture. Wait, are... wait, 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 let me finish this. Um, but the thing with Peterson is, and I don't know what lecture you watched, um, but if you remember, please send me a link. Either way, he's done so many remarkable analyses of World War Two and totalitarian 19th, 20th century dictators. And he's never once struck me as someone who's like. A revisionist neo-Nazi in
0: any way, shape, or form. The video he, I watched was a knowing vet, better video that featured him. I I don't know which one. I'll I'll look around for it. But
1: like, you should actually check out, like, read some read his read some of his books, or like, watch some more of his lectures. You'll see that he absolutely abhors all of those fascist, whether it be right wing or left wing fascist ideas, no, and yeah.
0: he's. I, I I believe that because he even says that in the video I watched where he's talking about Hitler. He says that he hates Hitler. It's just. It sounded like the dude had been talking about history too much with neo-Nazis. That that's what I'm trying to say. Is I don't think that Jordan Peterson is a neo-Nazi. It sounds like the friends he talks about history with are neo-nazis which is exactly what i'm trying to allege gotcha gotcha yes is in fact that's what makes me that's what has always made me skeptical about jordan b peterson is not anything he's ever said it's that the people who've recommended him to me are also the same people who would recommend that i read Mein Kampf. well you should okay like,
1: good, purely, good, though, purely though, because it's a very, I, I think it's important to read and understand the minds of some of the most, to, like, heinous people in history. The fact that we have firsthand accounts of, like, I, I think some of the b- best embodiments of evil. Um, and to just grasp, and like, and this kind of goes back to the idea of when you look at history, you should try to look at it through the lens of the perpetrator.
0: See, I look at history through the lens of the good guys, right? But the odds
1: are, and, and like this isn't just geared towards you, but towards the average person, because odds are you would have been a perpetrator if you really think you would have been the no, one to save no, Ann no,
0: yes, what? in a totalitarian system. Yes, the odds are that you'd go along to get along, you'd be a perpetrator, and yeah. I think it's very important to think about history from the mindset of basically the victims of the decimated because you, you never want to take part in a yeah. system that treats human beings like dirt.
1: Exactly. That but I being think, said, I think, I think it's better know. to look at it through the lens of the perpetrator because you can begin to comprehend your own proclivity towards malevolence
0: which is personally I I think there are lots of good reasons to read Mein Kampf especially if you're interested in history and interested in wars which I very much am I have personally this far in my life not read Hitler because I believe two things number one there are so many good authors in the world that never have their works read and the fact that Hitler's work is one of the most read books ever He's kind of means up. that I don't need to read his work because so many other people will tell me what it says. And secondly, but it's different when you read the first hand account on your
1: own. No, I yeah it is. Like I I don't read it because I align myself with him. I read the works of some of the worst people because I want to know exactly what they were thinking and then and then you know, psychologically
0: think about it myself. Then I I can read other people's opinions on it. Here's the thing. Hitler is so popular and so many people do just quote his work that I would argue that, number one, I don't need to read it to get the gist. And number two, that there are people within the Nazi regime who I'd be much more interested in knowing their perspective. Like, Like knowing Goring... And how he organized the propaganda ministry or hearing freaking the desert foxes perspective from his invasion into France. That would be interesting. And aren't the cool things from Hitler's time as a leader, aren't they his speeches?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the most remarkable things to me. It's the ability of this one man to rile up an entire country in support of something that like. You know, people should, at least in a better world, see as just morally reprehensible.
0: I think it's pretty easy to get fervor of
1: mob mentality.
0: Not even just mob mentality. Really, anytime you're listening to anybody, just get really like Hitler was super passionate about what he wanted. He was.
1: He was a he was a very good orator, which is dangerous in the hands of somebody who is, you know, objectively evil.
0: I think it's really dangerous, really, in anyone's hands.
1: Even good people. Well, I don't know. Look at Winston. What are your thoughts on Winston Churchill?
0: Bob, what do you mean oration is dangerous in anyone's hands? Most people don't ask you to go kill your neighbors. Look at Bill Cosby. As an orator, he was perfectly, like, he didn't inspire people to copy his behavior. You know, knowing what he's done. Watch his shit. Bob, shut up. The Cosmic but, Show is good.
1: I, I, I think I get what you're trying to say. You're Like, charisma is both, it, it is an, an immense power, but it can also be extremely dangerous because the ability to convince is the ability or, or manipulate is really just – that gives you so much power.
0: Yeah, and it can be used – like, if you're good at it, you can use it for good causes and simultaneously use it for causes that you haven't really thought through fully in your own head. And so, like, that's how – that's one of the reasons why the climate debate is still a debate because people really – don't always on both sides don't have the best arguments to defend their side, like they don't have the best data. They're not gonna quote you how much the average temperature has risen over the past year, it, it's just gonna be emotional garbage, yeah, like just like most women's
1: thoughts. We don't, we don't endorse that on the pod. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, no, but like there's a reason for that too. And it's because people naturally align themselves with, with emotional arguments because what, what easier way to convince somebody than to like plead with them, plead to their emotions and their humanity, their sense of right and wrong, which is, you know, morally object, objective Um. like, That is a great way to try and convince somebody, but that doesn't make it a good argument.
0: I think there are good arguments on all the spectrums, on the pathos, the logos, the ethos. There's good emotional arguments. Like the argument that you should look at that video of the, the nine minute video of George Floyd, and you should know, Derek Chauvin is guilty, maybe not guilty of the things he was charged with, but guilty of something wrong. That's a good emotional argument. Exactly. I have to get behind that.
1: Yeah. And and, and, and again, let me just really quickly, like, reiterate and and sort of uh, refine An emotional argument is not a bad argument, but it doesn't mean – just because you can plead to somebody's emotions doesn't necessarily mean that it's a good (laughs) argument. It can be a good argument.
0: I'm just saying that – I was just saying that there are important – like there are important, valuable arguments that need to be given emotionally. That being Mm -hmm. said, the emotional, the pathos is the – probably the most easy-to-manipulate the most easy to like incite passions with because it is pathos it is emotions yeah therefore it is the most commonly abused type of argument nowadays you have so many charlatans out there you even have people abusing logos like you have people making shitty garbage logical arguments but because they have so many in number or because it's on an like, have you ever heard of the bell curve? It's manipulating
1: curve? statistics is what it is. Look, you can have take you heard as of many data of- A what? The bell curve, the book? Not the book, but I know what a bell curve yeah, is yeah, yeah.
0: statistically. Well, the bell curve, the book, is a racist book that basically says, here's the science that proves black people are stupid. Oh, yeah, exactly. And so this is what
1: the-, the comic Dilbert describes as you know, favorable statistics. It's when you take a bunch of data and you just cherry pick the points that prove you're like what you're trying to say, but that's not how it works.
0: Yeah. It's not how it works. And in that book, the bell curve where they present the scientific reason to believe in racism, where do they get their data from (gasps) apartheid South Africa? Oh, isn't that convenient? Isn't that convenient? So the place where economic disparity couldn't be any worse and places, in apartheid far side, South Africa. That's literally where they got the data from. Yeah, it's like
1: that. That whole notion is absolutely preposterous. But that
0: only that goes back to my
1: earlier point of, like, you need to have a peer review, scrutinous and rigorous process when you're make when you're trying to make logical points. If you don't do that, like, I mean, you could scru- like you could prove any point you want by just searching the world. The and earth that, is flat. And that's why
0: we emphasize that this pod is purely entertainment. The earth is we are flat not pure because pure. My, butto- my bubble level says so. And Bob, that's false. This is not entertainment. This is the voice of God. Yes. Again, we are the <laughs> Lord's prophets. We are the public discourse. The Lord hath sent me, Bob, and Marco to deliver the truth unto you, his people, his sheeply subjects. (laughs) We are his shepherds and you are our flock and we are here to guide you to the promised land.
1: Which is coincidentally off of a cliff.
0: All jokes aside, I do believe that my job on this podcast is to deliver the truth. And um, do it in an entertaining fashion. In that sense, I do think you guys should listen to me. But also, we will be selling y'all shit as soon as we're given the offer to. You. We will what be are you talking about. We could start. Selling- we will sell out we our audience for the much. first person with the big enough we paycheck. <laughs> we can start selling. We can start selling NFTs right now. No. Hey. But um. I hope Russia doesn't start a nuclear war today. What the fuck else happened? What did I want to talk about? Honestly, the hundred the first hundred days is over in in Joe Biden's presidency. Who are you voting for in 2024 in the Democratic primary? Um or the Republican primary? Like you can answer literally and or or can't we talk about the Tucker Carlson thing? That would be quick. Yeah, let's do the Tucker Carlson
1: thing, because I, I can't make a conclusive what statement get?
0: yet So and for me it's Yang Gang. <laughs> so the whole thing is um it's actually pretty bad. What is it? It's uh, it's really old though, which is why it's stupid. they they dig this type of shit Tucker up every Carlson month on the college yearbook reveals he belonged to Club for Harvey Milk's murderer. Also mentions controversial senator. So he was an edgelord. The Dan White Society. He joined the society Uh, for the guy who killed the first gay mayor of San Francisco. All I'm saying is that like all of this five years ago was just like his resume for getting the job on Fox News. How would Oh yeah this
1: I I do know what you're talking about this and it's actually true like this has been this has been fact
0: checked he was in it yeah that's true how do you guys think he got the job at Fox News like I have a serious question if you weren't in the Dan White Society do you get past the interview process at Fox News? I don't know. Do you think it's fair to be coming after him for this shit in 2021? Yes, but also he should be safe. He works at Fox News. <clears throat> yeah, I don't I don't know. I feel like... Isn't that the place you go to work if you're in the Dan White Society? Like... Well,
1: Tucker Carlson, he was on CNN before. Remember, he did... Uh, it was Crossfire.
0: Yeah, and he was still there, he'd be in deep trouble.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> good thing kinda, John, John Stewart like ended his career.
0: I I kind of like Tucker Carlson cuz he does actually try to convince Republicans to go hard on big business and I hate that he hates Google, but but, but you know because I like Google's my favorite corpo. Yeah. Who's your favorite? I but, think like, it's really- of all the corporations that could feasibly become, like, the one future megacorp, which one's your favorite?
1: I think I would agree with Google.
0: I was hoping you'd be like, I love Daddy Elon, Tesla, and the, Oh, did you see the SpaceX. Tesla explode? Yeah, so I think Elon... I don't
1: believe that he would try to, like, you know, the corporation will end up growing to the point where he takes over the world. But I think he's more of a trailblazer. Um, And that's why I have a lot of respect for him, because I don't think he's doing this just for the money. I think he genuinely just has a vested interest in the science, the progress, and, like, just trying to further... The the bounds by which we can accomplish different things, whether it be terraforming Mars, creating self-driving cars, whatever. I think he's just genuinely interested.
0: In that I shit. agree with you on the premise that Elon Musk is the most Tony Stark adjacent billionaire alive. Yeah. That being said, he's a giant. He is just like Tony Stark. He's a giant showboat. Who takes all the credit for his engineers.
1: No, he doesn't do that. He gives. I benefits. literally
0: heard the other day this is what pissed me off. I heard so many people say that Tesla and SpaceX are a one man company and investing in them is a life insurance policy on the man Elon Musk. And that might be true for Tesla because it's so outrageously overvalued. It is. Maybe all these things are outrageously overvalued. But either way, Tesla, besides its overblown evaluation, is not a one-man company. It's the largest EV in the world and even if Elon died tomorrow, no matter what happens, they're going to be the most popular EV manufacturer in America. Yeah, but Elon has a really unique effect. I don't know how
1: he did it, but that man is living market manipulation.
0: Yes, it's that's because he started acting like Tony Stark and then Marvel caught on, and people are like, Wow, Robert Downey Jr. was so good as Tony Stark. I really like this real-life Tony Stark guy.
1: I, I I'm gonna be honest, I, I do think that's part of it. He's he's just such an admirable figure in that like <laughs> pop culture sense,
0: you know. I really like Elon, and I'm glad he chose America. Because he is an immigrant but his He's cars, from South Africa. His cars aren't as safe as he says they are. If they explode like that, Bob, anytime they hit something, Bob. Henry Ford and all the car companies in America told us that leaded gasoline was good for us. Who gives a shit? That he lied. Fucking Top Gear told you the car will catch on fire. They tricked Henry Ford. Henry Ford would have never lied.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> anyone,
0: anyone who dies in a car accident because he decided to try fucking in the passenger seat while your Tesla autopilot—no, one of them was sleeping in the back. Bob, I'm I'm giving a more fun way to die. I don't care how they died. I hope they were fucking in the past. Oh, but we were we were talking about this at dinner the other day. Think about how hot it was. Do you know how hot the flames were? No. Did you hear about what Tesla said to do to put out the fire? What kind of fire? What were the flames? It was from the battery cells. But like what? Do you know what chemicals? I know it burned. For like 30 hours. I know that and Tesla, Tesla said to, to the burn. fire department when they asked how to put it out, don't. They said don't try. Interesting. But the, the chemicals were probably um, lithium, obviously. Lithium fires are a pain in the ass. Like, it, it is just... So we're back. withdrawing from Afghanistan before
1: 9-11. Yeah, how about
0: that? Do you think there's any chance we can grab all the lithium before we go? I think,
1: I I don't know. One of the funny things I saw, I was watching, it was the, the Colbert Report. It, it's slightly tangential, but I think you'll enjoy this topic anyways. I uh, love that.
0: The Colbert Report was my favorite satire.
1: Yeah, Colbert is great. I love him. Um, And so I was watching, like, the late show update, and he was just like, yeah, we're getting out of the Middle East. It's a damn shame because that war is now too old to be Matt Gaetz's girlfriend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Tim Dillon said it best. He said, my first war, I'm going to miss you. Because for him and for us, it was our first war, Afghanistan, and we're still there we've all been cracking jokes about the next war my entire life. Like we've all had the memes and we've been literally coming in our pants at prom because the last war is not even over and we're all joking about the next one. Yeah. But honestly, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that we're going to get the fuck out. So how do you feel about the great philosopher? We've talked about him. You're a fan. Christopher Hitchens. And oh. his entire legacy being ruined by the fact that he advocated in favor of the Iraq war.
1: Yeah, that's one of the points I thought was one of his dumbest defenses. And I like—I I think he was very smart on a lot of topics. But yeah. that
0: one specifically, I completely disagree with it. You'll like this. COD, you're planning on possibly working there. They have a debate between Christopher Hitchens and... A um, prof- a socialist professor, Michael Parenti, or something Wait, on their YouTube. Cod, yeah, Cod. They have a debate between. It's maybe they don't have the debate. Maybe Cod just has a speech from the socialist historian Michael Parenti, but there is a debate between Michael Parenti and Christopher Hitchens. It might not be on Cod's YouTube, but they have the they have a. A speech by Michael Perensi called like something about American Empire. Oh no, that wasn't it it wasn't at COD, that was at Wesleyan. But yeah, it's a good, it's a good debate. And just to like the socialist may be a dumb socialist, but he beats Hitchens in this debate completely, even if socialism has rotted his brain, because he's against the Iraq war, while Hitchens is explaining this time. The imperialism is good because it's secular. That's literally yeah, what he says. He's like, it's fine that we're fighting these Arabs on their home turf and, and hellfiring, missiling them with drones because we're doing it for secularism.
1: Right. And, and again,
0: this is one of his arguments that I
1: completely disagree with. And history has stood to prove that wrong. Yo. he's not always right. I think he makes a lot of very eloquent, beautiful points. But his points on Iraq and whatnot were terrible. Absolutely terrible. They were they were so wrong. They were so like no defense for it. I will not defend it. I do not agree with it. But you know, he he's a man of conviction. I'll give him that. He was convictedly wrong
0: though. I had to correct ourselves. Mm. You said the Tesla car burned for four hours that was a lie. All the initial reports were wrong. They actually were able to put out the fire in two to three minutes, and they did have to keep applying water, a little bit of water onto the battery to keep it cool, but initially they said it took like 35,000 gallons of water to put the fire out. I knew that sounded like misinformation. And that was a lie. Here's the thing about Elon. I want to hate him, but there's so many people who are already rooting against the dude. It's like I also want to root for him. I think
1: given everything that he's trying to do, I support him.
0: Now that I know that this shit was fake, I definitely support him. Like, r- regardless
1: of like whether he's a market manipulator or any of that shit, the man oh, no.
0: still and is the massive. currency, He's definitely a manipulator. What was that? Elon's definitely a manipulator when it comes to crypto. Every time he's tweeting out about one of those coins, he already bought twenty grand of the coin. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. But and still, those cars aren't as safe as he says they are. Well, yeah,
1: I no car. Look, no automobile is that safe. I think he's he's got the business mindset with it, but from an engineering perspective, none of it is fucking safe.
0: Yeah, statistically, cars are the most dangerous form of transportation. Did you see the pictures of the explosion? No, let me look it up. I'll send it you. To know, you know, cars are like the primary limiting factor from keeping us all from like dying of, like, age-related diseases. Oh, wow. This explosion is nuts. Yeah, it's nasty, right? It's gnarly. It's like, how is that safer than a traditional automobile if that can happen?
1: Well, let me ask you, how many Tesla explosions have there been?
0: There was one in 2019. Oh, there's been a few. It's, I've seen them just explode in parking garages like
1: but but like of every Tesla, how many?
0: let's look it up.
1: Um, because it's kind of like I'm trying to make a point that's similar to the whole like and this pissed me off when the FDA was halting the J and J vaccine, like six what was it, like six people out of seven million got those blood clots?
0: That is statistically insignificant. Mark I gotta point something out to you. Yes, what you're saying about the statistically insignificant vaccine things, that's true. And the vaccine is very time sensitive, so maybe it should have been sw- in a past media day it would have been swept under the rug. But you know how many phones have exploded? I don't know. Millions, right? Probably, or at least thousands. Like oh. Phones in a microwave, phones just left in a heart in a hot car that explode. Like lots of phone, lots of cell phones have exploded, right? Yeah, I'm would, trying to find an exact number. Would you concede that lots of cell phones have exploded? Uh, probably, I, I think.
1: Probably because they've got those, li- like the lithium ion batteries. We're not
0: even saying they've exploded because of the manufacturer. We're just saying we're just saying through consumer exploded. interference. You you know that lots of cell phones have exploded, After correct? That, that right, but, but like, like statistically
1: idea. speaking, I, I, like the chance of that
0: happening is like nearly zero percent. To me, the idea that a car would not inherently be explosive is kind of silly. You want a vehicle with the capability to take you several hundred miles in one day, and you want its fuel source like regular cars are explosive. Like there are cars that have had the gas tank placed so close to the rear of the car that when they got rear-ended, they would explode.
1: That's right. But too- like on the topic of safety, the point I'm trying to make is that like. You know, let's talk about phones, all right? There's probably like billions, there's billions of people who use mobile phones. And yes. now maybe 10,000 of those explode, okay? That is so remarkably low of a percent chance. And I'm not saying, the you know, electric vehicles won't explode. But what I'm saying is,
0: the, the odds between, of that happening, I would say, are statistically insignificant. The difference like, between the phones and the cars exploding and the people getting the blood clotting is, first of all, unless it's a true manufacturer defect, which maybe there's a thousand phones that have spontaneously exploded. But most of the time when a phone or a car is exploding... It's because of user error. And the difference yep. between and the vaccine and these cars and these phones is we can, in fact, give the consumer proper warnings on how to handle their product. They're aware of when it is going to explode. Like, per se, with the Tesla, with its battery packs surrounding the whole car, you could explain to the consumer that once the structural stability of even a single one of the in those massive battery packs gets compromised, that it will cause a chain reaction that will cause the battery to catch fire. That should be explained to the consumer on some level, should it not? Yeah, yeah. That like that level of
1: transparency, I think, is massively important. But I, I think equally, it's important to say like. But the odds of this happening are so small. Then
0: again, I've been told that the Apple battery packs like in our phones are supposed to also combust when even a single cell inside is compromised. And I tried very hard with a kitchen knife to make uh, one of these batteries catch fire. And I don't know if it just wasn't charged. What the fuck? I had a broken phone and a rumor and I tested it. And your phone is pretty safe from me. Catching fire. Bro, you're crazy. You have to. you could have hurt yourself. Bob, come on. I'm a Boy Scout. I could not hurt myself. I've got a fire Playing with a phone battery and a knife. I am qualified to play with fire. You guys at home should be careful when you play with fire. And if you hurt yourself, I didn't do it. <laughs> it's your own fault. I have all ten of my fingers. Because, not because I haven't risked my fingers before, but because of extreme caution and attention when around sharp things. And if you do not have all ten fingers, maybe you shouldn't play with fire or knives anymore. Yeah. Honestly, I think it'd be kind of nice to not have all ten of my fingers. Then you'd have a story to tell?
1: Yeah. Like, people would be like, yo, why do you only have three fingers?
0: I'd be like, what the fuck do you care? You could be like, one time I was fingering this bitch, three <laughs> fingers deep, and then an IED went off, and all of the rest of my fingers and the bitch I was fingering got blown to smithereens, but I still have my three fingers. Oh, my God.
1: Yo. Yo. <laughs> Yo yo yo, all right. Do you want to end the pod? And I want to call you, Joe, and I want to ask you some shit.
0: Yeah, I'm done. to end the pod. We um, got about an hour and thirty minutes of content. Resist the the allure of fascism and totalitarianism in all of its forms.
1: Embrace the teachings of Spinoza or Lucretius or Democritus. And or... the
0: next time you see a random bomb. Alcoholic on the street. I either want you to hand that man a crisp 20 or buy him the handle of vodka yourself and just give it to him. <laughs> because I am in favor of just enabling the dregs <laughs> of society. Let let Everyone that just that's just a, just a Joe time.
1: opinion. That is not a that is not a pot opinion. You know,
0: every person deserve deserves a good time, but we might endorse that. Uh, I just want to thank everybody for listening. And I love you, baby. All right.